0: Why is it that there are individuals who seem to live a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work. They are dedicated and driven. But there is this additional X factor that propels them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe the X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Mucha Mlingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage emotional intelligence to power up your career and achieve professional success. EQ at Work podcast with Mucha Mlingo. Episode number seven. EQ, Resilience, and Millennials with Tessie Omulo. Uh, Tessie, it's so awesome to have you on for this um, edition of the EQ at Work podcast. And I'm really excited because you're my first... Uh, guest on the podcast series so far I've been doing or having a conversation with myself if you can call it that so it's really great to have you on board so thank you so much for agreeing to participate uh, in this podcast with me so you're very welcome.
1: Thank you Mucha it's such a pleasure and like you said being a fast My first experience being interviewed uh, in a podcast. So I'm looking forward to the conversation and I am so thrilled to be part of it.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much. I want us to dive right in so that we can fully capitalize on the time that we have together. And you participated in our lunch and learn. Throughout the course of this interview, we are going to talk a little about resilience and your thoughts on resilience. But before we go to that, where did you first come across the term emotional intelligence?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to date this back to when I was um, elected president of a global youth movement called ISIC. I was leading an entity of about 50 members about eight team leaders, a couple of stakeholders. And I remember one of my mentors saying to me, just in the course of my term, that you've got to exercise emotional intelligence if you want to lead effectively. So to me then, it was that thing that was clearly a must-have for me as a leader, but I didn't quite have much knowledge about it. And I must say I'd understand more about it then, but I knew at the back of my mind, this is something that I need to have if I want to be uh, effective in my leadership. Yeah.
0: So thinking back to then and this idea that this was something that was important for you to be effective as a leader, when did you actually start actively applying? When did you actually start you know, actively looking out to understand what would help you as a leader?
1: Well, then I realized then that understanding my team, because I used to work a lot with people, was an important aspect of us flourishing um, as an entity. And so I started looking at people's... um, intentions differently and i'd want to say maybe understanding who people are what strengths they bring to the team what ticks them what annoys them and this Mm -hmm. in this way i began understanding what eq was for me and for other people and how that allows us to you know pull together to achieve a certain goal how it came home was when i joined centonomy and i keep saying this i was god sent because i just joined And we're getting into the second edition of a series that we've done for over a year. And then it was clear to me that this is something that I need to work on because it's something that you can work on every day to achieve what I want to achieve in my career.
0: Mm, fantastic. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And I'm happy to hear that you've enjoyed the work that we have been doing with Centonomy over the last uh, year. I must admit it's been a project that has brought me great satisfaction. And we'll come back to some of the lessons that you've learned as part of being in that program. But before we go to that, Daniel Goleman brought EQ to prominence with his books, one of which is why EQ can matter more than IQ. What are your thoughts? Is EQ more important and and why do you think it is?
1: Well, um, in my opinion, both are fundamental. But um, having high EQ... Uh, to me, I think gives you an advantage. Uh, That's the truth. It gives you an, an advantage. While having EQ can make all the difference to your future career. And why do I say this? Emotional intelligence determines our ability to manage how we feel or our feelings in general and relationships. If you're able to manage relationships with people at work, with people at home, you're able to Be more productive, to learn better, to grow, and to contribute more. So I think EQ in that case is more important. Both are fundamental, but EQ is more important.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Tessie. You know, one of the things I always say is, you know, the idea that IQ or your academic achievements are the ones that open doors for you. There are some opportunities that may only come to you as a result of the qualifications you have. But how you perform once you're inside, how you perform in your career, that is all EQ. That is no longer about your academic capabilities. Let's go back to this training that you um, briefly spoke about. We have been, as an organization, have been working in collaboration with Centonomy, rolling out uh, an EQ program over the last, um, yeah, as you've said, maybe one year or so. And, you know, what's exciting for me is that the leadership at Centonomy have been fully vested in in, in supporting the team to be able to truly embrace and utilize emotional intelligence as a strategic resource within the organization. What would you say are the three key lessons that you have learned from the the series of training that we have uh, deployed in your organization? So first, I would want to say thank you to Centonomy
1: for exposing us to this uh, opportunity and investing in us to you know, make sure we are more valuable to the company. And for what I learned, I'd like to refer to the six seconds model of in- emotional intelligence that I often talk about, uh, which highlights three aspects that I always go back to anytime I'm thinking about EQ. One is know yourself, the self-awareness aspect. You say, much a lot that emotions are data and you should be able to leverage on this to collect necessary information, information for you to make decisions. So understanding what your triggers are and understanding um, when you're out of balance. Do you know when you're actually out of balance? Is that part of knowing yourself? The second one is choosing yourself and that is self-management. Respond instead of reacting. Uh, this. Is knowing that you have options and understanding that what brings you, understanding what brings you back to balance, yeah. So when we talked about knowing yourself, is knowing when you're out of balance. For choosing mm-hmm. yourself, understanding what brings you to balance, and at this point we talk about the emotional deposits that you can intentionally, and the word is, uh, being deliberate about it, that you can mm-hmm. invest in to ensure that you stay in balance. What people could call self care, I guess. <laughs> Yes. the last one (laughs) is give yourself and i love this because this talks on purpose uh doing Mm. it for a reason so you connect with your why and meditate upon it often so even in isec i remember how we always used to talk about the t of why why are you doing what you're doing as an individual as an organization if you connect with your why And what I've added is meditate upon it often. You're able to bring yourself back to what your purpose is and able to uh, Mm. deliver uh, in in optimum, you know? Yeah, Mm. those three things stand out for me,
0: Mucha. Know yourself,
1: choose yourself, give yourself.
0: Wow, Tessie, you're such a great student. And I think one of the reasons why... Um, you know, when we were looking for guests for our Lunch and Learn, one of the reasons why you came to mind is because of the fact that over the interaction we've had of this project, I've really seen you kind of take the concepts and run with them so that you can develop yourself. Thank you so much for sharing those great insights um, that we shared throughout the learning. And these are insights that are really at the core of the programs that we run um, at PTS. I want to take us now to the actual lunch and learn discussion that we had and the theme for um, the, the session that you were part of was resilience. I, I want us to just have a conversation about this um, before we, we begin to wrap up this this interview. You shared some really great insights about resilience. We We've heard this word over and over again during the pandemic, right? How we need to be resilient as we deal with the aftermath of of COVID-19. What does resilience mean to you?
1: Well, I remember I shared an an example of how I've been running and I took up running as uh, an opportunity for me to contribute to life. And for me, then that resilience meant It's the ability to bounce back. Actually, Mutra, I loved how you put it. Not bounce back, but bounce forward after an unfortunate situation. (laughs) I really loved that. So it's the ability for you to bounce forward after an unfortunate situation. And I remember I shared how I couldn't achieve a goal at a particular period of time. And that did not, um, you know, deter me from starting again, setting another goal and moving forward, you know. Uh, So it's that ability to come back up, um, even though something has happened, and make sure you're focused and achieve your goal.
0: Yeah, that's resilience to me. I love that I love that so you know as 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 a passing shot um Tessie as we come to the end of this awesome conversation there's so much that's said about millennials and the generation z it is said that you are ill prepared to deal with life's challenges and that as a result you have higher rates of mental health challenges like depression and anxiety speaking specifically with regards to resilience you know, what is your take? Are millennials resilient? And what advice would you give to a millennial who wants to build this particular muscle?
1: I'll mention three things that I picked out uh, from my conversation um, at the EQ Lunch and Learn series. One is be part of the solution, not the problem. Mm. Like I said, there's an opportunity now for young people to contribute to a large extent, extent to organisations because they're tech savvy, they understand a lot about this technology thing. What's what's happening? You know, this is the future. They say you're able to move faster, and so there's a, there's an opportunity for you to contribute uh, much more than you 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 had you know before. So take up mm-hmm. that opportunity and be part of the solution. We are running things online. How can you spearhead that? Mm-hmm. Two, um, to stay relevant. Wherever you are, you need to be proactive and you need to speak up. We will never know how brilliant you are, what amazing ideas you have if you're not proactive and you don't speak up. Yeah, we know you failed before. We know that you doubt yourself sometimes. We all do. But we need to be proactive about what we want to do, speak up all the time, and make sure we're very intentional about our journeys. And the last one you've got to invest in yourself. Um, we wait for people to be, you know, I, my friend gifts me books or uh, my company will pay for this course for me to, you know, to learn. But there's so many opportunities mm. that are free and available for you to make sure that you're investing in yourself, you're learning. And in the process, as you learn, opportunity will get you ready. So keep learning because you become better, you become more equipped. And so you become ready for whatever market that, uh, you know, you're preparing for. So those are the three things I would share when it comes to building the EQ muscle.
0: What an amazing parting shot that is. You've heard it from Tessie herself. And I really love uh, what you have shared. Be part of the solution. I like that. I think that's really powerful. And I think that's an opportunity that young people can capitalize on. And emotional intelligence helps Because emotional intelligence, it's all about, you know, understanding what your why is and allowing your why to impact your how and your what. And so when your why is clear, I think then it becomes easier to be part of the solution. And and like you rightly said, you know, invest in yourself. Invest in developing the skills that you need to be able to thrive at work. I, I love this conversation we've had, Tessie, and you know it's it's such a shame that we're not able to talk for hours and hours. Thank you so much for making the time to join me and to, to have this conversation with me about emotional intelligence and how individuals can leverage emotional intelligence at work and more particularly how we can learn to bounce forward as we navigate into the future we are hearing that schools are you know reopening and and really i think that's the final step in going back to normal or maybe we should say forward into the new normal right and i think resilience is something that we're all really going to need to be able to to move forward so thank you so much tessie for your insights as always it's great to have this conversation with you
1: Thank you so much, Mucha. Like I always say, I'm thrilled to always have these conversations with you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to a lot more conversations on the EQ uh, at Work podcast. I learn a lot and I'm looking forward to have more people just connect and learn as well. Thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Tessie. So there you have it, an interview with Tessie Omulo. And uh, our conversation about emotional intelligence at work and why it actually is important and how you can learn to strengthen your emotional intelligence muscle. I love these conversations that I will now be having on a monthly basis because they're conversations with real people explaining or exploring how they are practicing emotional intelligence in their spaces. Don't forget to subscribe to the EQ at Work podcast. It is available with new issues, new episodes every Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Mucha Mlingo. Tune in every Monday as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness and to build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work.